Welcome to the Left Behind Game Club. This is part two of our two-part Legend of Zelda Wind Waker series. If you haven't listened to part one, that's available on podcast services across the internet. But just be warned, in part two, we get in the weeds just a little bit. I was really broke, so I decided to cut some grass, and then I went to go talk to this guy, and he's like, take my pick for a walk. So I did. (laughs) Fantastic. How did we get here? You're listening to the Left Behind Game Club. Welcome to the Left Behind Game Club, our never-ending attempt to make sure that no game is left behind. I'm our host, our host, that's different. I'm our host, Jacob McCord, and I'm with three friends. Uh, the first friend, uh, Mo Murtadi. How's it going? Second friend, Mike Ruffalo. Wagwan, man. And our guest host, back for part two of our Wind Waker series, Don Farron. Hello. Hello. So, we finished uh, The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker, and now we're going to talk about the end of the game. Uh, last time we played up to the Master Sword... The receipt of the Master Sword. We pulled it out of the ground. Yeah, we did. We pulled it so hard out of the ground. The ground shook and broke. And please save me from this joke. And then we... (laughs) 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 And then Tetra turned into Zelda. Yeah. Surprise. Spoilers. And then the King of Red Lion said, Zelda, you should stay here. I don't know if he says Tetra or Zelda. Anyways, he says, you should stay here. He says Princess Zelda. And... uh, our boy Link is going to go to the top of the world where there's seas and stuff, and he's going to go collect all the other pieces and defeat Ganon, and then, then he'll be So okay. Zelda's Rapunzel now. Guys. Yeah. Guys, I was waiting until we started, so I got an announcement. I took notes. <laughs> what? Look at this. Just wait. Just stare at, stare at the notes. So there many are a notes. lot of notes. That's, you're, they're still going. Oh. Okay, they're done now. Yeah. <laughs> I took notes. I'm so proud of you. Thanks, guys. I was, I'm kind of piloting this to see if I can... Uh, see if it works? Yeah. Just He's like cool. a little baby bird that's because the nest. There was so much, so I wanted to make sure I got everything. And most of them, I separated them in a rant column and a rave column. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and a rave column? Is that what it is? Rant and rave? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Raving. I, I just kind of took a guess, and uh, I'll let you guys guess which one is more full by the end. So before we start, I just want to notice, I want to notice, I'm having trouble with words today. It's okay. It's not like it's your profession. It's, oh, it is. (laughs) I want to tell people that if you haven't listened to part one of this series, you should probably do that because we're not going to talk about the first half of the game. We're going to pretend like it didn't happen. Like this is Wind Waker back half edition. Michael. Fill in your knowledge with the first step. Wind Waker part two, electric boogaloo. There we go. You got one, Mo? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what happens immediately after you pull that Master Sword out of the ground? So you pull the Master Sword out of the ground. Uh-huh. Time returns to the kingdom. And so does the color. And color does too. It's Pleasantville in a video game. <laughs> and then uh, so you go up top. You lay waste to fools because now you have a you sword. slashed like that just no does ever see yeah. yeah it's like you, you before you're using a butter knife and now you're using a steak knife okay, i'm kind of jumping a little bit forward um that sword is beautiful it's really nice it's a nice look it's actually it doesn't look crazy it right. doesn't look like massive like you know from uh final fantasy uh what Clouds. Is it? cloud Clouds. yeah it's not a mega sword like yeah, that with a gun in the handle it's just elegant it's got slicing capability Right I don't know. Side. It looked like a Tinker Toy or a Mega Bloks sword to me. I, Jacob, Hi. the game is cell shaded like a cartoon. Uh huh. 
why does the sword need to not be like a cartoon? Yeah, yo, it's. I'm just saying, it's like a Tinker Toy sword. That's all. You know what? It defeats Ganondorf. Spoils. <laughs> but when you pull it out, it Where's is not at its full potential. Good mm-hmm. point, John. You have Good to That's what go and collect that uh, that power in order to defeat the final boss. And how do you get the power? So the King of Red Lion says <laughs> there are two points, two t- uh, two temples that you need to go to. One, the Wind Temple. The, the Earth other, Temple. The Earth Temple. Mm-hmm. And he says there are two entrances above the water. They're actually mountaintops and peaks, but like because everything's flooded, they just look like little islands. So you run to them and you find out, okay. For, or you sail to them. Well, <laughs> I, my link is like Jesus. He runs on water. Okay. <laughs> and so... You get to uh, you get to the top, and you go to the Earth Temples the, first, right? I think the Earth Temple. <laughs> Jake, I'm sorry. Jake sitting that, over here that buckled. Jesus joke was just, really good. Just bent over, like heaving and trying to catch his that breath. That may be the best joke you've ever told on this podcast. Oh, low blow. Damn, Jake. <laughs> Both complimenting me and cutting me at the knees. Yep, that was a backhander. Don't for worry, sure. I got more coming. Okay, go hot so, fire. Um, Spit it. So what happens is you go to the Earth Temple first and uh, you... What do you need to get before you go there? Oh, you need the power gauntlets, the little bracelets that Mm -hmm. allow you to pick up heavy stones. Stones that are gigantic and it's hilarious to see little Link pick up these big stones that are like a billion pounds. Or big fat pigs. He carries everything the entire of the game. On um, your home island. No, outset. Outset uh, island. Outset? There's... Outside Island. Outside. Um, because it's at the outside One of, of the, the residents asks you to take his pig for a walk. So no you way. lift him up and you like bring him around the island and there are little like mud piles. So if you throw bait onto the mud piles, he'll like roll around and like stuff will come out of the ground and you collect so it. Much. That's so cool. He's a white pig too, right? He's black pig. He's Wait. I've been the Wii U version. Did you guys not like, like grab those pigs early on at all? Was your I first? picked up the little one. Yeah. I threw them off the ledge into the water a bunch. No, and then they just I, swim on like little piggies. I threw one of them into like the pen, and the guy's like, oh, thanks for bringing them over. Is that early in the, the game, The first like, thing I did in the game. Oh, because, yeah, okay, the guy's yeah, there, so and he's like, later. help me find my pig. And then I snuck up on some pigs, and I picked them up, and I brought them right to him, and he didn't say anything. I was like, dummy, I'm bringing you pigs. You asked me to find you pigs. Why aren't you taking it? And so I just gave up on it because I'm not going to waste all my time carrying pigs around this game when I'm mm-hmm. supposed to be sailing and saving the world from Ganon. Mm-hmm. I was really broke, so I decided <laughs> to cut some grass, and then I went to go talk to this guy, and he's like, take my pig for a walk. So I did. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. How did we get here? So power you need to get bracelet. the power, the right. power bracelets. Yes. So um, you <laughs> talk to the fish just outside the island, the man fish. And then he says, if you go this mount oh, north and this mount this this yeah. amount of squares west, you'll get to this island. And so you go to the island, you complete the little trial. I don't remember if that one is the the one that you had to stop uh, the volcano from exploding with the frozen arrow, or if it was the one that you had to melt. Uh, melting is first. Melting is first? Melting is okay. first. So anyways, you go in, you get these power gauntlets, you come back to the island, you pick up the big stone, you move it out of the way, you hop in, and you start the temple. And then you realize, oh, to complete this, because a, what is it, a Zora Sage? Mm-hmm. A Zora Sage. So a Zora when you Sage, go yeah. to learn the, um, the, the Earth ballad. God's Ballad, um, it tells you 
um, that so this this sage, which is Azora, tells you that you need to find one of their ancestors with a specific instrument. So you look at the instrument and then you realize that it is your little bird friend. Medley. With the harp. So you go and talk to her. You pick up Medley. So you go back to Dragon Roost Island. You talk to her. You say like, hey, uh, Prince Kamali or whatever his name is. How do you guys remember these names? Because they're memorable. No. They're cute characters. So, you know, I'm, I'm whimsical. Gonna, listen, so <laughs> they're colorful, whimsical, so, energetic. I, this is vibrant. kind of like a, not a spoiler of like my comment at the, for the end of the game, but like it wasn't almost until like the end of the game when like that boat comes at you and like you see like your friends. I thought that, your, is it your sister? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought that, after okay. You. So I thought that person, the, <laughs> the pirate girl. Tetra. Tetra. Is it slash Zelda? Zelda, when she comes back. Same person. Okay. And... Uh, when did you beat this game? Listen, there's one <laughs> other person where the exact same person the, almost like the entire time. Yeah, well, the Half whole plot is that because they look alike, your sister was stolen by the big bird that's Ganondorf's bird. Because they were looking for Tetra. Everyone just looks the exact same. Except that's, for the bird girl. That's the, con- Bur- that's the Birdendorf. Birdendorf. Yep. Way to go. <laughs> Puppendorf. Really adding value to this podcast. That's me. Hi. So, so I'm the you, host. I don't have to add value. <laughs> so you pick up Medley. You sail on your boat back to the island. You get in. You play the ballad together, which is down, down, up, right, left, right. This is It's endearing is what it is. That's ridiculous. And it's beautiful. Uh, I've got them burned into my head. And, uh, and so you go through this temple, um, solve a bunch of puzzles together. Hilarious, by the way. Everyone should go and watch Jacob McCord's streams. Uh, because watching him be frustrated trying to figure out how to get past the very first door, <laughs> one of my favorite moments. What because, was my problem with it? Uh, Jacob's biggest problem with it was that he didn't listen to the King of Red Lines when he says, hey, Medley, make sure that you listen to our friend Link here when he uses the command melody. And Oh, so he didn't know how to take control? You have he his didn't, back. He He'll have your back yeah, is what he says. Exactly. And... So Jacob just ends up throwing Medley from one end of the room to the no other way. and then oh no. jumping to the other and then flying. And then he says, I'm really bad at this game. And then he just and then he eventually figured it out. And it was one of my favorite moments to ever see on a Twitch stream. So if you enjoy really good streams, very funny commentary, you should watch Jacob McCourt on Twitch. We'll, we'll plug him at the end. Um, oh boy. So, yeah, you go through this temple Um not my favorite temple, but, you know, you do it. You get to the end. There's a boss. Mm-hmm. Who is the boss I of very this much one? enjoyed this that This is the temple. elf guy. The elf ghost. The elf ghost. What are you talking about? The little ghosts. The, the, yeah, the, the ghost. ghost. Oh, this is like man. A, that's this one of my temple, you get the, like, mirror shield. You get shield. the reflective shield. Yeah, and the, a lot of the puzzles have to do with light. Right. Um, and I would say that this is my favorite boss in the whole game. Really? Yeah. Here's my note. It was so what? fun. He was fun and whimsical. He was like a big fat ghost, and you threw him on the wall, and he was like, oh, no, I'm on the wall. <laughs> Literally. So, weird, tiny elf dance. I approve. <laughs> and then my note after it, why do we have to kill them? <laughs> and then afterwards, skulls, question mark. <laughs> How do the ghosts have skulls? <laughs> um, Mo, I need more of your commentary. As this is you why. I, this is why I took these notes. <laughs> but yeah, that was Amazing. my favorite boss in the entire game because yeah. it was. A lot of them were easy, but this one just felt it had that level of whimsy and. They're running away from you. and You're just slashing. Yeah. Destroying them. I don't know mm-hmm. what did they do wrong. 
What did they do? And if you use fire arrows, <laughs> um, they so die they even faster. So they try and confuse you. If, if they run into you, and they essentially invert your controls. And when they invert your controls, it's very hard to, to play the game. Ex- except I thought it was easier. <laughs> you're that was a monster, the Don. You're a monster. <laughs> you're a monster. And so, uh, yeah, you defeat the boss. Pretty easy. Took me a while to figure out that you didn't just roll them into any edge of the of the room that you had to had roll them to into a the pillar spikes. with the big spikes because in my mind there were spikes on every edge of that room mm-hmm. so like whatever um so anyways did that finished it um medley says i'm gonna stay here and pray i have to dedicate myself to this so that way you know you go please say goodbye to prince kamali for me mm-hmm. i tell you know hope that he turns out okay it's going to be a big deal that she's staying at this temple and has to devote the rest of her life to it. You know what my big pet peeves in this game is? What? The way they treat female characters. Tell me more. Should I, should I use more yeah, words? you should use so more words. So think about the two strong female characters in this game. Tetra. Very Tetra strong. and Medley, right? Yeah. Medley's basically doing Kamali's job. I was going to say Grandma. Yo. Yeah. Grandma's pretty grandma. cool too, but she's very sick. Both grandmas. And very too. frail. No, Both but, but to be honest, like, so Tetra, Zelda at the end. Yeah. In the, She's OP as hell. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, she's probably the most... Like, she could have uh-huh. taken on Ganondorf yep. the entire time and if she wasn't an Arkelep. in a castle for the entire game. Yeah, if she wasn't freaking chugging and Nyquil Medley. and going to bed every time, yeah. she, and she'd take him down. Medley's cool, too. And what do we do with Medley? We just throw Medley around, and Medley can't do anything by herself. I just... I don't know. I've never been like this before, where I'm mm-hmm. just like, these female characters are better than the male characters, and yet we're just either putting them away, yeah. away or... We're using them like tools. I so you them. want a Legend of Zelda game with the story being the legend of a badass princess named Zelda? Yeah, where she's actually a badass. Okay, you can't I'm down for this. listen to this. You or can't. Linkle. You can't even. This wasn't even planned, Michael. What does my note say right here? Right there. I really like controlling weird. No, characters. no, no, no. Right there. No, come on. <laughs> come on. This is this is literally what you guys are just talking about. Can I just play as a bird girl the whole game? <laughs> Kickstarter bird girl game. <laughs> so we know the next game that Momotati is releasing after his curling for the iPhone. Yeah, simulator. literally. So at, at the exact same point, I didn't think you were going to lead on to that. I, I, I was think like, that is a golden idea. Mm-hmm. Kickstarter idea. Do I'm down for it. Yeah. We can play Hyrule Warriors where you can play as a female Link. Or bird girl. But not play Hyrule Warriors. How's that sound? I'm down. Never playing that game again sounds Kay. wonderful. Okay. That was my point. I made my point. It's I want to I want to make a point it. to say that at first I was kind of upset because I thought it was just going to be one of those escort missions, but it was really cool because it was very it, exactly, it was very collaborative. You needed her to get through the temple and I liked that you could command her to control her to have her stay at a certain point to reflect the light. Or like you could, she could reflect the light at enemies as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I thought, I thought it was, I thought it was great. It was really creative, Ma- and I love the mirror shield. So I mean. yeah, I thought the mirror shield was cool. I thought the light puzzles were fun. Uh, the thing that annoyed me with both the Earth Temple and the Wind Temple is that few of the puzzles and few of the themes and motifs of those temples involved Earth or Wind. Uh, the Earth Temple is all about redirecting light, mm-hmm. and the Wind Temple. Is a forest. Forest, but you use your leaf. To you do, do use win. the leaf. But I agree with you. Yeah, I agree. I, I can agree. Yeah. So I never um, thought of it that way. Yeah, I'm just I'm just thinking it, of it now. That was the one thing that really annoyed me about it because I was sitting there thinking like, okay, great, 
what does it have to do with the earth, this temple? I'm moving blocks around in mirrors so that way we can get light in the right spot and so we can illuminate this mirror sun face thing and then get rid of these ghosts. But none of this has anything to do with it being the earth temple. Unless I just don't know deep cuts about Zelda lore. Um, But yeah, so you complete that temple. Medley stays back. You, the King of Red Line says, great, okay, go to the next temple. And so you head there and you realize, oh, I need another thing. So you go four spaces south and three to the left. And that's what the fish dude tells you. And you go there and you get the next item that you need. And that is the very heavy metal boots. So that way you can't be blown away when you go to Gale Island. And you go there. And this is where I had a bit of trouble at first. I think I maybe spent an hour doing this wrong before I decided to look it up in a wiki. Was this the, like the shuriken? This is the, the big face that was blowing you off the island until you got these metal boots. So you put the metal boots on and you're not able to be blown off by yeah. anything. And you get right up front. You hammer his face. And you do. That's what you need to do. You need to hammer his face. But you know what I wanted to do? You wanted to bomb his I face. I wanted to you? bomb his face. Because it's it's a stone statue of an octopus with a perfectly round hole in the mouth that is the size of a bomb. <laughs> and so I sat there thinking like, this is too perfect for it not to be the solution. This is too perfect for it was not it to be the, the solution, solution, Michael. It was not. <laughs> Your bomb did not go in that hole. Uh, nope, did it? it didn't. Ugh. And then the thing that frustrated me even more when the boat that was spinning around the island trying to shoot me with its cannon yep. came around, it lined up a perfect shot and its cannonball went right in the mouth and did not blow it up. And so I was I was very upset. <laughs> and so we break it with the hammer. You get inside. And you realize, okay, I need another character uh, this time with a leaf cello. And the leaf cello, you, if you remember correctly, is our little friend... Mo- the, the Karak, right? That's yeah, the Karak, yeah. I don't know what his name was, though. Mm, starts Cutie with pie name. is what I called him, because I couldn't remember adorable. his name. He's adorable. His face is a leaf. His face is a leaf, and it's an adorable leaf. Mm-hmm. And so you go back to the forest haven, and you talk to the great Deku tree... And then you find your little buddy hiding in a waterfall and you convince him to come with you. He has a vision. Um, And you go back to the island. You play the song together. You get in. Everything's dandy. Okay. You start going through the temple. I got I spent a lot of time in this temple getting lost because unlike the other one where uh, our good friend Medley would spawn at the entrance of whatever room you walk into. Mm -hmm. And would only stay in that one room. You can totally leave our little Karak buddy behind in a completely different level, in a completely different area of Mm -hmm. this temple. And that was very frustrating to figure out how to get him in the right spot and get you to the right spot. Because I kept him with me at all times. Yeah, because I did not let him leave my sight. The core of the temple is like a three floor trunk that has a fan going through it that you're going to use a lot of like your leaf to go up and down. Um, I did not love the design of the dungeon. I found it took me a lot of time to find exactly what I wanted. And the point that you brought up about your little Karak buddy um, being a hard, like uh, maybe not because it's so big, you leave him behind. Mm -hmm. 
there was one time where I went all the way to the boss door, realized, oh, I don't have the boss key. I left him there in front of the boss no. door, and then, and then I went that all the way back, later. and I needed him to get the boss key, so I ended up going back and forth at least three or four times, and that was not pleasant I was at all. very afraid of that, so that's why I, I kept him by my side at all times. He's just so cute. I didn't want him to get hurt. He's like know? a little teddy bear you want to keep so with you. Um, but the, the problem that I had, too, was... Um, uh, when you try to go up, because it's like a three-floor thing, right? Mm-hmm. So there are those little, um, I don't know if they're like arms or whatever. Yeah, but they can, the vine arms. The vine arms can get your little buddy, and then you have to start all the way from the bottom again. Oh, really? Yeah. Start from the bottom. Mm-hmm. Start from the bottom. No. Yeah, that, I don't know. The whole like command, Melanie, bringing him up and down. I just didn't love the design of the dungeon. I thought he was adorable. I hated controlling him. Mm-hmm. His feet are maybe two inches apart. And so he just waddles and he essentially rolls. It makes little noises when he waddles. It makes too. little it's patterns. Really yeah. He's like a Bitter wind chime. <laughs> yeah, so anyways, you complete you complete that whole temple, you get to the boss. Who is the boss in that temple? I don't remember. Oh, it's like it was like a little weird shaman guy. Like uh Oh no, the sand, the sand thing. The sandworm, the, the sand, toughest yeah. boss in the Wait, whole what? game. That was yeah. Again, what does that have to do with the wind. That's a great point. Why didn't I think of this? I was probably too busy trying to Eat your to beat heart the game. out, Kevin Bacon and Tremors. Because it's a giant worm. Lost on me. Lost on right me. Right over your head. There's going to be oh, right. people that are going to be like, yeah, I yeah. get that. That was great. Um, I, I thought the me, puzzles were really challenging. And I liked that the final boss in that temple matched the, the puzzle aesthetic. Was that, he challenging? Was a, he was, I was thought he was challenging. the boss in the whole game. The single toughest. Really, I counted six tries. Puppet Ganon, like the three stages of him, were way harder. Puppet Ganon was the top was a, one. Bad. It was annoying. Bad. Yeah, like I. Yeah. Not okay. bad. Not bad. Like oh, bad. So you're negative. Saying hard. Not bad. Yeah. Okay. The the thing that I found very difficult about this boss in the Wind Temple that has nothing to do with wind, despite <laughs> the fact that he it, sometimes it flies. did fly. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it was. Yo, shout out to Shadow the Colossus. I was I, just yep. gonna say that. Yep. Yo, Mo. Yo, when I saw that, I'm like, mm. ideas mm. coming. Uh, Brain trust at work. Which game came first? Coming down the road. Wind Waker or Shadow of the Colossus? Shadow. Shadow, Shadow of the Colossus. By like, what, two, three years? Decade. Yeah. No, this no, game originally came out in 2003. Yeah, I think it was like around like the same a, time. A few years. A few years? Okay. A few years. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so how does this boss operate? This boss is a giant sandworm and creates quicksand around the hole. And you need to use your newfound hook to attack its tongue. That's hook shot. Hang- yeah, there you go. And pull it in and then attack it with your sword. And then he sends little versions of himself after you. And you got to take care of them. Yep, you got to pull those up and kill those. And it sounds much easier than it is. Because before you realize this, you don't understand that, or at least I didn't, that the quicksand was very slowly pulling you towards the center. And then he takes a big bite out of you and takes out four hearts in one go. And while I had plenty of hearts, I was not prepared to lose four hearts in one go. I did not have plenty of hearts. I didn't do a lot of... Have? I had maybe seven by Ooh, the end. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. I did not I had do... two rows of hearts. I did not do a lot of exploring to find the heart pieces. Really, if I found them, it was like... I had like maybe like between seven and ten. I didn't have a whole lot. How many heart pieces did you get? I got a lot. I did you have to find a lot? Uh, all of them? No, not all of them, because you can get two full rows. I think 20 is the, yeah, is the max. I had, 
I had about a row and a half. I did a lot of side content. Okay, so maybe you had five extra hearts. Six. What's extra? Uh, extra the ones on that you don't get from the main From, story. like, the bosses. Yes. Right. I wouldn't be able to say. Okay. I had a lot of heart pieces the whole game. Because I think I only collected four or five, like, pieces of heart, so I got one extra heart. But it sounds to me like you did a lot of extra content. I realized, I I realized very quest. quickly it was pretty necessary yeah. for, like, especially the magic bar as well, because I didn't do that or yeah. like the wallet or Did any of that extra stuff any of you guys do the rito flying challenge what no okay so there's in the top right corner of the map there is a whole square of sea that is the rito postman doing a flying challenge who can fly the farthest and so what you need to do is you first need to double your magic bar by getting the i think the southern fairy you need to go the there. Oh. You need to kill an octopus in the Had water. Had I known that, I would have done that. Uh, then when you kill the octopus, out comes a fairy, and they double your magic bar. Dang. And then you can use your leaf to fly and use all the little gusts of wind to get to the very end, and then you get a lot of nice heart pieces and coins and rupees and all the fun things. And so, yeah. You should have done that. It yeah, was I think fun. the only thing I did was get bombs. Do you get extra I, bombs yeah. by default? No. no, no. You have to you get a bigger bomb bag, get, yeah. which okay. I did also did not do. See, I only got a wow, bigger bomb bag. You guys bag. played this game on hard. I played it um, on easy. I got yeah. all the extra bomb bag perks. and then the hurricane spin. Those are the only two. Like I extra got the hurricane, hurricane spin. spin was so much yeah. so great. Yeah. I just wish that I got it earlier. So the hurricane spin, for those of you at home, is when you hold B, uh, Link's sword will charge up, and the charge up uh, uses some of your magic energy. And he just spins around the room with this hurricane spin and knocks everything out. And when you do it, your sword teacher, who teaches you at the beginning, just starts bawling. He's like, I've taught you everything I know, and it's amazing he's that you so did happy. this, and you're the best he's, person he's ever, so Link. Proud. Oh, my God. <laughs> but when you spin, you also get dizzy at the end, which really gave me a disadvantage because I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to spin. And then the first time that I used it in actual combat, I'm like, oh, no, because yeah. you can't move for like three seconds or something like that. Dizzy. So like for Snake Ganon, for example, uh, if I want to use my Hurricane Spin... Does that work? No. Well, no. It, it does. It, what? it lets For Snake Ganon, it lets you stun him oh. so you could use your light arrows on his tail. But the problem is you're out for the amount of time that he is stunned for. We're going to get to Snake Ganon. Yeah. Snake. That's the worst version. A note that I made was that Hurricane Spin, though. <laughs> <laughs> And so, yeah, so you, got, you get all these power-ups, you, uh, you complete that temple, you beat this second-hardest boss in yep. the game, and then you're like, great, okay, I've got everything I need, I've completed this, I've got my Master Sword to be, like, pure butt-kicking evil, um, it's time to do this, let's take on Ganon. Yep. And you get outside, and uh, someone's talking to the King of Red Lions. It's one of your favorite manfish. Mm -hmm. And he says, like, it's great. There's no fish one. Fish man. That, yeah. Maybe. I'd say fish man. Sure. Manfish. And so they're, he's saying to the King of Red Lions, no one at all. All of the goblin dudes are gone. They're not at the Fortress of Solitude or Evil Which or whatever. Which is earlier Fortress where you see uh, Ganondorf, Forsaken and that is where Fortress. he takes Tetra. You find out that no one's at the Forsaken Fortress. Yep. And you decide, like, oh, okay, so this is a bad sign. Uh, the King of Red Line says... I was thinking, great, I never have to go back there again. We should probably go check on Zelda. You need to, like, hurry up. And you need to find all these pieces. And this is where... I have loved this game, but this is where the game really kind of, like, tilted me towards maybe not the best game 
Zelda ever. And why? Why? Because so, I think I might be the exact same, and I have a note okay. right here that might so match it. What you then have to do is you have to go find the Triforce of Courage. This is when I was like, this game should be over by now. Right. Which is split in and eight got, annoying pieces. It's well, broken up into eight pieces. So you need to go not only get the treasure maps for each of these pieces, but then you need to go to Tinkle, the guy who is... Tingle. Tra- whatever. Tingle. 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 Tingle, tinkle, whatever. Not my favorite character. Although I gotta say, tingle, tingle, wapoo, <laughs> um, I thought he was hilarious when you meet him later in the game. Initially, when I found him, if you know, met him in the game, I was not vibing with him at all. But later, when he's surrounded by his other cult of tingle guys, hilarious. So you go to Tingle Island, and he decrypts and yeah. deciphers all of these maps that you get, and then you gotta go dig up these pieces of the mm-hmm. Triforce in the water and it's not easy to find them and it takes way too long and it's a big pain in the butt and the, I think the best thing that they did in that HD remaster is that they made it so that you don't have to do that. You only... Correct me if I'm wrong, Jake, because that's what you play. Yeah. Uh, you straight up get the pieces instead of the treasure. No. Is, no? No, you have to go and fetch the three maps... You have to get them decoded Only by three? Tingle. There's three of them. Oh, there's see, eight. in the GameCube, there's eight. Oh, there's eight. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, and bad. he does not do it for free. He, 398 uh, rupees? He makes yeah. you pay every time. And but you collect I rupees get, all over yeah, the Because I didn't get rupees. that bigger wallet. Oh, oh no. Why are you playing this game on hard? Why do you play this on I hard? I didn't get the bigger wallet. I just wallet. tried to go I through did. it. I, instead I, I of, assumed that like you needed cash for something, but remember... Super, sorry, Super Mario Galaxy. Money rules the world. Yeah, when, when, we, I know when we had those little gems, those star gems Fuck in Super Mario Galaxy, I collected those. Around. Didn't do anything. I felt like Zelda wasn't going to betray me, so I decided <laughs> to collect as much money as possible. So that's why that explains a lot. Because for me, I playing the Wii U version. You three played the GameCube version. In the Wii U version, there's a ghost ship, and yep. then there's also these like mini dungeons where you literally just fight like four rooms of people, and then you get access to. A chest that gives you the triforce. You didn't piece. have to do the savage labyrinth. I did. Oh, okay. But that was not like it, it told me, "Hey, it's here." Instead of me getting a map to okay. send me there. See. How how different in general is? If, I don't know if Mike, do you know anything about the Wii U? Like content wise, like besides I, it looking beautiful. I think besides the the graphics, the sale. There's a sale that let, can let you it's go to speed. Um, there's no GBA connectivity like uh, the, the tingle, tingle tuner. the tingle tuner, and then the change here with the eight triforce pieces. I think that's most of it. It's the trifor- triforce pieces that is like the yeah. biggest change. So for when we got to the freaking pieces, this is when I started doing like a walkthrough to expedite here. expedite the the process, and I stumbled across the Wii U version of the game. I the, my main note is. Holy beep. Wind Waker HD. It's as if I got LASIK surgery. <laughs> it looks so beautiful. Yeah. I was talking about it last, last week or last time we recorded. It's like when you Watching look at something Jacob's with new glasses. Was, it was mind-blowing for me because yeah. I thought the game was beautiful yeah. on the GameCube. But seeing it with that extra detail cleaned up. Brighter, too. Brighter. Very whimsy, bright. Yeah. More whimsy so, built right into mm-hmm. those pixels. My eyes got like used to... The basic version, and the then as soon pixels. as I exactly, and then it went to YouTube 1080p quality, 
and it was stunning. I think Amazing. Anthony Carboni has a great video on YouTube about the difference between the graphics and like shadows and stuff. And, yeah, exactly. A lot of it's to do with light and detail, and that's a great video. You should look it up. That Just makes type a lot in, of sense. Lighting and shadows. Anthony it is, Carboni, it is Wind a Waker. Big difference. You'll yeah, find it. It sounds so small, but like when you are just your eyes get accustomed to the potato graphics, as Mike dubbed it. Yeah, yeah it's, yes, my it's, dubbing. It's nice. So anyway, trash can on fire, picking up these Triforce pieces. That was bad. You picked them up. It was up. bad. It took too long. I yeah. used a walkthrough to get through the whole thing. Um, was not happy, but I did it. And then once you complete the whole Triforce of Courage, you go down into the Temple of the Gods, go back under the ocean. It's back to Hyrule. And then you go and see Zelda, and Zelda turns around, and then she disappears, and Ganon starts talking to you it was like ha 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 well, well, when you walk in and you see like everything's destroyed and then you see her at the end i was like oh, no it's too good to be and true i'm thinking too oh no not the stained glass no you know what i thought i thought what i thought i thought she was gonna turn around and it was gonna be like ganon in like full like drag drag outfit <laughs> saying oh i tricked you buddy and then like that's when the fight would start you know who ganon reminded me of uh we're, we're all 90s kids or most of us are 90s kids when he laughed like that he reminded me of megabyte from reboot Wow. That was a really, really, wow. yeah. 100%. He left. Deep oh, cut. Oh. Deep cut. Canadian like, cut, too. Yeah, it is. So anyone listening that is not Canadian and you want to see some early CGI stuff, reboot. That was so good. It I love It was such a great show. But it was the first television cartoon to use CGI. It was. Amazing. Facts. And they're bringing it back just like everything I else. I heard that. But yeah. I heard that years ago. Yeah. Can I ask you one question before we go on? Yeah. Tingle, would you... Go to the bar for a drink with Tingle. Absolutely. Yeah. I, Mike, I feel like you're on the fence about it. You know, if you had asked me when I released him from jail, <laughs> I would have said no because I was not vibing with anything that was happening with Tingle. I thought his tights were too tight. I thought <laughs> you his, did mention that in the first, in the his, first half. I thought his backflip was a little too, <laughs> little too strong. Um, can you do a backflip? I, I can't. Well, there you go. I mean, Link can. My link can. Yeah, he can. Anyway, uh, but oh. you know the tingle that I met. The tingle that I met at his island, at the top where his other little tingle buddies were just like spinning the tower around. He seemed like a chill dude. Okay. He seemed like he'd be a great night to you know a great guy to go have a beer with. Mm-hmm. See where the night takes us. I didn't like his face. <laughs> his face was a little bit weird. I didn't. Like, it was done. Like I said, I'm like, no, I don't want anything to do with this guy. You know what? I bet he's the kind of guy that knows like the best underground bars, and he would take you for like a great night on the town. I feel so like, like he, a weird rave. Y- yes. Yeah. But also wouldn't pay any of his tabs, so he'd be like just walking around ordering drinks, and you'd have to pay for his tab. Oh. Would I go out for a drink with him, or would I go out for a night with him? I would have one drink with Tingle. That's okay, it. Okay. Oh, one I would go all night. I would go to. I would hit every spot he wanted to hit, and we would Tingle be best would friends. Go all night with you. Anyway, moving on, Ganondorf. Last part so, of the game. I'm so uncomfortable. Let's, Ganondorf. Uh, Ganondorf. Kind of the last part of the game. I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah. So, Ganondorf. The last stretch. Yeah. Sorry, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> He's tried so hard. He looks so disappointed. It's a great game, Michael. So, uh, you, you pop out of the area that Zelda was supposed to be. Hit. What? And uh, hey, listen! Uh, and so hey, listen! You run outside, and the area that was blocked off to you previously with the evil magic power, you're now like, hey, let me try and use my hook shot or my grapple hook or anything to get through this. And you're like, 
Ah, but my master sword now defeats all evil. That took me 20 minutes to it figure out. It took me too long to figure <laughs> out. I mean, it took me five minutes and that was too long. But yeah, it was too long to figure that out. It should have been obvious. That I don't know why it wasn't. slash the shadow exactly. wall to get through I it. I just assume that like if you're holding it, you'd be able to run through it. Evil I, would not want to be destroyed. It would move out of your way. I hit everything no, with the preservation. sword. <laughs> everything. If I also did. In the way. Everything. All the, Mo has a vendetta the, against no, pottery. Like, when, like, when you, when, like earlier on, when you're pu- pushing the boulders back and forth, I hit them before just to see if they break. <laughs> like, they didn't immediately get to me. They, like, I don't know. That's just the way I just interact with everything. And I see like what the it way does. you think, Mo, because I do the same yeah, thing. Yeah, just smash. Anything that can be hit with a sword will be hit with a sword. Just imagine Link in the pottery barn. That's all I'm thinking about right now. <laughs> just, yeah. Well, it was a bull in a china shop. <laughs> just swinging his sword everywhere. Yeah. And so you break the barrier. You go through. You run down. You get into Ganon's tower and uh, commences a tough series of challenges. Um, I'd never been more frustrated. Okay. Why? Uh, I thought the puzzles were the most challenging thus far, as you would expect it being at the end of the game. Um, so which puzzles? Well, yeah, what puzzles? The first, like right before the first boss, little mini boss. There, I, I just. Are you talking about Shadow Ganon? Uh, like the no. fight with the Shadow Ganon. He looks cool. He did look cool. Yeah. I, so I, throughout the entire game, the I still like loved the small little details, the little puffs of smoke when something dies, and it's like poof. the graphics never kind of died off on me throughout the entire game. But every t- time I got kind of got bored, it like. A little poof would have it. I'm like, yeah, brought okay, you back. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I like it. What's the name of those armor guys? What's the name of those armor guys? Oh, they had a name? Either I way. I called them Death Knights. The Death Knights, uh, they were my favorite part because when they lost their sword, they would do like kung fu kicks. Right. And like that was my favorite part of the whole thing. Just the little flares, speaking of what I think they looked saying. kind of clumsy when they did that yeah. too, which was kind of cute. They skip leg day for sure. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing was... Uh, slowly beating them so knocking off their helmet mm-hmm. and then cutting off their armor and then making them drop the sword and then throwing the sword outside of the area that you're in so they couldn't go get it <laughs> and then finish them off just slowly demolish their spirit that sounds like putting a sim in a room and taking away the door <laughs> <laughs> agonizing were you the kid with a magnifying glass I, and ants when I you were a kid <laughs> essentially yeah Ooh. so uh Mini bosses. Mini bosses, yeah. So you beat some of the mini bosses. Then you defeat Shadow Ganon. The Shadow Ganon puzzles, or Phantom Ganon puzzles, were a little bit tough. It took me a while at first to realize that the sword, when you defeat him, always points at the room that you need to go to. So that actually says on a little like stone thing in one of the rooms. Does it? It does. Yeah, so that was one of the the rooms. It says, remember, remember this room. In the room oh. that you have to memorize the order that the, the that lights you are end shown? up having to boomerang the lights in, mm-hmm. um, there's a little stone there. I had to look up where I needed to jump to start those challenges. Um, but anyways, beat Shadow Ganon, not too big of a I deal. I fell. <laughs> I accidentally <laughs> fell down the hole. <laughs> Lucky. Yeah, I ended up standing around trying to figure out where to go. Yeah, it was the same. Where do I go? Yeah. I don't know. So you defeat Shadow Ganon, and then where do we go from there? Bosses? Is that not having to defeat each boss again? Yes, then you have to defeat each boss again, which I thought was like much easier, and I'm glad that there was an archaic section that they made you do that. 
because at first I was like, this is dumb. I beat these bosses already. This is just filler. One hundred percent. Kind of sharpens your skills filler. though with That's each exactly of your each, each of your weapons that you had know, to initially use to meet to beat those bosses when you went through you're tr- them. You're trying to find temples. a positive of a bad moment. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was just no. I don't know. Maybe. No, because uh, this is the thing. You need you need to remember that like oh. I haven't used my boomerang in a long time. Huh. And there's a boss that's coming up that I'm going to use a boomerang And there's a reason that they're in. training you. Yeah. They're reminding you of all the different things that you learn across the game that you're going to need to use when you face Shadow or the Puppet Ganon. All of the resources that you have in your spoils bag. Oh, I guess, yeah, you need to use yeah. your boomerang. I didn't thought of it that way. I just thought of it as, like, why do I... This is filler 100% keeping me from the final boss. The first the first couple, I thought that. And then yeah. the other one, I'm like, wait a second. And then I, it, kind of, it kind of popped I in my head. I was very upset until I faced Puppet Ganon. And then I was like, oh... Well, yeah. no wonder they sense. did that. It didn't even connect until you said it now. I'm like, ah, yeah. oh, okay, 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 sure. I'm picturing the strings fair, yeah. on the fair wall point. now. Yeah. I liked that um, all of those bosses, those rooms, aside from Link, was also in black and white. Like when you go to the true, true. Temple mm. of Time or whatever it is where you get the Master Sword right before you pull the sword, everything's in black and white. Oh. So I thought that was thought that was really neat. Yeah, I, I, I didn't it think It was cohesive. It. Yeah. I didn't Very think visually either. pleasing. Yeah. Fits with the theme. It was. And so, then you defeat those four bosses. Defeat the four bosses, which was a little annoying. Tedious. Uh, f- and um, so, yeah, defeat the four, four bosses. Uh, you go into the next room and Ganon's like, ha And he pulls a Babadook on you. And he goes from being Ganon to this big, giant, evil puppet. And he grows and he looks... Kind of crazy. Well, first yeah. he's like, "Not so fast, boy." Yeah, not so hasty. Uh, Zelda's in a bed too, for some reason. Yeah, it was a little bit creepy. Yep, it was a little bit creepy. For a children's game, I was like, "Uh oh, where's this going?" Mm-hmm. He's touching her face. Uh oh. Okay, so why no, did he, he was reading her anger? dreams? I've, he was reading okay, her dreams, and he know. said all he saw was ocean, ocean, ocean. ocean. Yeah. So I thought I, I, I'm a, I have a constant habit of I don't really follow along most of the story. If I'm like rushing through a game, I kind of just power through, mm-hmm. and then. I, d- I felt like maybe there was something that was added in. I just quickly asked Michael just now, why was he a puppet? Does anyone know? I don't know. <laughs> I think it was because, oh yeah, I, I honestly don't know. I can't, give, I can't give a good compelling reason that I believe in. Um, and why was he so bulbous? Like, why was there so many, like, his legs looked bad? They were just maybe versions. he also skipped leg day. Yeah. Just but, like all of his baddies. But, like, put rubber bands on his legs while he did leg day? So his, <laughs> like his a legs, fat baby with rolls. Yeah. I mean, his proportions were not correct. <laughs> no. He, they looked weird. He had fat baby legs. His proportions are correct <laughs> in this cartoon <laughs> game. Um, Ka- Prince Kamali. Uh, with his wings. And <laughs> tiny, wings. tiny male legs. What about Everybody male just dude? has tiny legs. Male dude? The, the king postman. of the king of red lions, the real king of red lions. Oh man, the realist. Yeah. How did he get his beard to stay that way? Is the real question here? Who knows? Magic, okay. Zora oil. So you get you get a special arrow uh, before you defeat Ganon. The light and arrow. It's a light arrow, and you need to use this on every every aspect of this uh, of this puppet Ganon. But before I use that, I realized, okay, all of Ganon's little minions, they're also evil. So what if I shoot them with a light arrow? Did you guys do that? Yeah. They blow up. It, it's like a nuclear arrow. Mm-hmm. They just blow up. They, they get all white. They explode. It's amazing. It's a one-shot kill. It doesn't matter if they have armor, the, the big death knights with the big swords. You hit them once with this light arrow, and they go, boom. I didn't figure that out gone. until halfway through the first little battle there. 
loved it. Yeah, and because you have to go up a hallway through a hallway to get to Ganon, and that's where I figured it out. So like, I'm like, oh, I gotta defeat all these people. So I just shot him with a light arrow, and exactly like that, I'm like, oh, they're gone. I just kind of ran past them. Did you guys use the bow and arrow a lot throughout the game? Yes, Uh, I used it on a lot of enemies that I didn't want to get up close to. Peace. I love bow and arrows in any game. I rain down fire. (laughs) <laughs> with, that, with the bonero, <laughs> anytime I could. Like, yeah. I, don't I know. use my boomerang a lot, especially oh, with like the auto lock. It's yeah, I beautiful. use the fire arrows a lot, not the frozen arrows. But anyway, you face Bulbous three forms puppet of puppet Ganon. The first is what I would call bull Ganon. I was gonna say like a marionette. Marionette, yeah. You look more like a marionette. So you got to use the boom uh, the boomerang to knock him down. Then you need to attack the tail. You do that three times, like every Nintendo game, and <laughs> Super Mario Galaxy. You transforms. Okay, what's the next form? Is it Snake Ganon? No, uh, the, no snake. the spider. spider. He's kind of like Ganon. a spider first. Right. So he's Awful. at the at the ceiling, and you can see his shadow on the ground to kind of predict where he's gonna where he's gonna come down. Yeah, Easy. Awful. Yeah. Bad. The uh, whole the whole part of this thing is bad. I thought that form was fine. Whatever. That it was didn't my worst me. form. Oh, really? Yeah. Mine too. Oh, man. Yeah. Because I didn't know, like, I didn't realize, I didn't think there was that much time for you to be able to, like, move that drastically, because uh, there was a space where you had to sit to get his, like, his sphere tail, I guess, uh-huh. and you actually had to move, like, based on his shadow to that point, and I found there wasn't enough time unless you were, like, in the close vicinity to get to a point where you could attack the tail with your land arrows. I hugged near the edge, and he dropped, and I rolled over, and I attacked the tail, and it was easy. Mm. Um, but this is where you probably had a much easier time than I did. Snake Ganon, the final form of Puppet Ganon. Mm. I used a whole 14 however many hearts that I had. I used a fairy in my jar to replenish I all. also had a fairy in my and jar. And then used almost all of my hearts again before I figured out how to kill him. I used every bit of magic that I had. It took me forever. I thought I was doing it wrong. I looked it up in a walkthrough. I was doing it right. I was just very bad at doing it. It that that final form of Papagana almost killed me. Had I not saved Grandma Soup <laughs> and not had that fairy, if I had, didn't have that fairy, I would have used Grandma Soup. But I didn't have to, which I was really happy about because I was <laughs> saving that for the very tip top end of the game. So I'm very thankful that I had that fairy in the jar because I did die in the like worm did, snake thing. Did anyone not use a walkthrough? Like to kind of guide you through the game? I used it. I would say like compared to how much I used it for Braid, which is like... Oh, yeah, but that was ridiculous. Open, that yeah. was ridiculous. Um, I would say I probably used it... I'd check things like probably nine or ten times. Yeah. <laughs> I would like, say check. a solid five for me. Because for the Triforce pieces, I didn't yeah. really know where to go to get the maps. Yeah. And then... And most of it was there for me, Triforce Early pieces. on, I didn't know where to go, like what island to go to for one of the temples or something like that. And there were a few other things that I kind of looked up because I just... I was so lost. I tried my very best not to do it. Mike? So, yeah. Did you use a walkthrough at all? You I did. did. Yeah, yeah. You did. Okay, I good. used the walkthrough to get all those stupid eight Triforce Triforce pieces and the and worst. Stuff. Just expedite um, it. Yeah. Ex- ex- exactly. You don't want many dungeons. Why don't? Yeah. Why you need eight pieces? Like it. It didn't make any sense to yeah. me. I think it's just to generate that hour count to say we made a long game. It's like the, the it is a long it, game with look, all of that I can give side you good stuff. Design too. reasons for why they would want eight pieces. They want to show you more of the world. They want to have yeah, you yeah. go explore more stuff. 
it was make it optional yeah yeah that was exactly it i, I had a ton of fun side quests i think my favorite mm-hmm. side quest was the one where after you save the two girls who are also stuck in the prison with your sister, you go back and you find the rich father is now the poor father because he's paid a huge ransom. To Tetra. And then, yeah. She's the best. And then the poor father is now the rich father. And his daughter Maggie is super rich. And she has a boyfriend who's a moblin. And his name is Mo. <laughs> and, he, and she says, oh, my sweet burly Mo, when will you come back to me? And he writes letters to her, and you no, help no, no, through no, the no, postman. No, no, no. Left her on red. You <laughs> left her on red. <laughs> Did he ghost her? Um. Oh, left her unread. I heard left her on red. I'm like, is this the dating app in the uh, Zelda world? No, like unread, like, like unread messages, messages being unread. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I got that. So I didn't. I, I love that. It was Zing. one of my favorite little side quests. There's so much fun stuff, little cool things that happen on the islands. Um, that you don't expect to happen. But there's so much packed into those little little places. There's also um, a lot of character packed into those characters, too. Exactly, so that yeah. adds to it. Like the whiny teenager who's like, I've, I will only open up to you if you know what I'm going through. Please take a photo of something that's pale and round. And then you have to take a photo of the moon. Um, but then he opens Edgy. up to you and you find out all, all of his little teenage angsty problems. Um a lot of fun little side quests throughout the islands. I'm really glad that I went and did those because I think that's where I got the most enjoyment. Not out of this, not out of the story. There were some good story moments, but anyways, did it keep finished, you going? It did. Yeah, you finish Puppet Ganon, you move on to the next stage, which is real Ganon, um, and you get into a sword fight with him. And uh, this is where Ganon does not take the advice of the Wu Tang Clan. He does not protect his neck. Because you just start wailing on him, and you get the prompt to use the A button to go up, and Link jumps up, steps on his head, slashes him in the neck, jumps behind him, continues to do it over and over and over. Ganon does not stop this. I don't know about you I guys. I make I a point to say that easy. he has two swords as well. Two swords. So he should have like double, you know, yeah. his we, fighting power there. Can we go back and talk about probably the, the most, the weirdest part of this whole game? So the Triforce <laughs> kind part? of... All three pieces of the Triforce form and become the Triforce. Right, and Ganon's right. like, I want this world to be full of darkness. So he like kind of punches, like gut punches Link, knocks him aside. Sucker punches him. Yeah. Yeah, legit sucker punches him. Uh, Tetra's still like yeah. lying over on the ground. So he takes the Triforce from her. He takes the Triforce from Link. All three pieces form yeah. and then he's ah yeah, yeah I, he, I want he, the darkness yeah and he puts his arm out and then all of a sudden and then you turn over the king of red lions is just there amazing no why where did he come from I he could have done that the whole time <laughs> stupid i loved it i thought it was very like perfect comedic like comedical com- comedic timing com- comedic timing i think i almost whipped my controller because i'm like why you could have you could have done this the whole time? I laughed. I, I just straight it. up laughed. It was so good. What did Mo write in his notes? Okay, so <laughs> why are we fighting? <laughs> Can we all just get along? Literally, the entire I'm like, what? Like, what is what is wrong? Like, what did what's happening? Why why is there a battle? Why are we like in an altercation? I know he stole Tetra Zelda. Why do you have story questions if you never pay attention to the story, Mo? <laughs> It wasn't a good game. I want to cover the world with darkness. I'm Ganondorf. Yeah, it was just very like cookie cutter bad guy. And I was just like, man, this isn't like, I don't know. I wasn't convinced of his evil intentions. With all the story that you paid attention to. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. 
you didn't buy his motivation no as a character. he was too like too basic let me can i can i while you guys have your moment over there i feel like i need to point out this is the first game that i've ever felt uh, a sympathy for ganon because he has this this monologue where he says you know oh, in my knows. land there was every it was death all day the sun would scorch us and burn us and kill us during the day and when the sun would go down and the moon would come up it would be freezing cold and icy and it would be just as bad and then i would look over at the kingdom of hyrule and the winds who would destroy me in my land gave it like bountiful harvest in life and so i wanted some of that and i was like this is the first time that i've ever felt that like ganon is something other than like pure evil He's a person. Because in a lot of the mythology around Zelda, and especially in this game leading up to it, everyone just says, like, Ganon is pure evil. Oh, man, he's but the this worst. Is, this is the first time that I've ever been like, oh, Ganon has, like, a reason why he's doing this stuff. He's not just like, I hate everything, and I'm an angsty teenager, and I want to make this world evil. Um, well, I, I mean, I think, like I think that still is fitting. <laughs> I, I didn't scroll. I literally had the same reaction as Jacob. Yo, what is happening? <laughs> question mark, question mark. That was my actual opinion. So, so what ends up happening is uh, Ganon sucker punches Link. Um, Zelda is passed out. He picks up both of them. He pulls out the uh, aspects of the Triforce within them, mm-hmm. courage and wisdom, uh, and assembles the Triforce. And as he goes to touch it, the King of Red Lions appears touches it and says haha i was the first one to touch the triforce and i get my wish now and i want finders keepers i want uh hope for this world i want these kids to have something to look forward to i want a new chance i want a new life i want you to be stopped it was like a tables ladders chairs match in wrestling where like someone just steals the belt i don't know he jumps and grabs it he's like this is my belt now (laughs) that was solely for jacob to enjoy thanks i appreciate that (laughs) and so um yeah you get the King of Red Lions says this thing, and then the whole bubble that is separating the uh, uh, Hyrule from the ocean above it starts breaking down. Mm-hmm. And what happens after that? You fight Ganon for the last time. Right. He looks cool. I did love I thought it was the really look cool. of it. Yeah, the look of the location. Uh, all of the water the coming wa- down. Wa- that yeah. was like my favorite locale in the whole game. I'm like, damn, this looks good. I was mm-hmm. I was more concerned about like that area flooding. So I honestly thought that that area was going to flood and that I would have a time limit and I don't do well uh, with time limits. Mm-hmm. And like on that limits. little like ice island where yeah. you have to you have a time limit, time limit and i was there. just i and there's I hated a precedent that. in zelda games for time for time limits right. final exactly. bosses, yeah. so nice. like in yeah. in, in or for of time when you're oh, coming too. down with zelda zelda 64 yeah there's a there's a time limit and i just i was like nope 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 and it didn't happen so i was really happy about that but then you uh then you fight ganon and this is where the other half of grandma soup comes in for me <laughs> <laughs> and then you defeat him and you stab him right in the forehead. In the okay. face. Holy crap. And he turns to stone. The, like one of the most violent deaths in I wasn't Nintendo expecting in too? a Nintendo game. Exactly. Whoa. Here, look, here. My, some more of my notes. First of all, yo, Zelda is OP. Because <laughs> she's, she's single-handedly she's like, oh, yo, reason. sorry, I slept too long is what she says. Yeah. <laughs> she gives you a wink. The best. This is the coolest Zelda I... In yeah. my experience uh-huh. of playing Zelda, games. and then at the moment of like when you jump up and you stab your master sword, your beautiful, powerful master, dead in his head. The, the sword of evil's blade. And, and my note is, yo, this is not a kids game. Most violent death I've ever seen. And then my next one is, do we not get our sword back? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 
you guys know me as a big, burly, strong, testosterone-filled man. Of course. Go on. But I teared up when the King of Red Lions is having this discussion with Link and Zelda saying, I'm going to stay here. I'm oh, going yeah. down with my ship. I'm going down with my kingdom. Because Zelda and Link end up saying, like, no, you can come, yeah, with, come us. with us. We'll find you a land. And, and he just says, like, but it won't be Hyrule. It'll be your land. It'll be says. your land. And then, boom, water starts pouring down. And there's an air bubble around you in Zelda. And you start floating up. And he's just sitting in the depths just saying, like, this is all for you. But Nintendo Link Titanic. reaches out his hand. It, it was is. at this point. I was I was tearing up, too. And then it's Link reaches out his hand for the king. And the king reaches his hand out and then puts it down. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. And I just started crying. I might Same cry right here. now thinking about it. It was so sad. Mm-hmm. He became, like, best friends with the King of Red Lions the entire game. And he, like, helps you save the world. And then all of a sudden you have to, like, leave him at the bottom of the ocean. Like, that ain't cool. There was so much, like, uh, in this game that was pressing you. Like, this is, this is immediate. We have to go do this now. We need to move fast. This is important. This is very important. We have to do this. That I never sat back and thought about the relationship between the King of Red Lions and Link. And it was only in that moment that it struck me that, man, these guys have been through so much together. And I felt dumb tearing up in a Zelda game where the story was kind of nonsense. But I felt like they actually had character and personality. And in previous Zelda games, from my experience, these characters had just been like empty vessels for you to project yourself. (laughs) He he was a boat, an empty vessel. (laughs) (laughs) Right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you did that. And that was That's the Left good. Behind That's Game good. Club. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, no, I go ahead, Mike. Sorry. No, yeah, it's just uh, I thought that was an incredibly touching moment. And then they ruin it all because it goes to the credits. Or sorry, you get up to the top. You find the pirate ship waiting for you. Nico's sitting on the top of the top of the mast, saying like, "Hello, Squabby," uh, and. Everything looks like it's magical. Credits roll, credits end, and then there's more. Okay. Oh, I, oh, my, did, not, I, I, I did not watch after the credits. I alt F4, like, as soon as I saw credits. Okay, Jake, I, I watched the. Uh, so, basically, you see your sister, the pirate boat scene, right? So you're at, before the island. credits. You're at your island, after the yeah. credits, with grandma, mm-hmm. your sister, everyone from the town. Yep. And they're looking at you with the pirate ship on uh, there's a pirate ship and tetra on one yep. side and the king of red lines as a yeah. boat on the other yep and you sail away with the pirate boat and the king of red lines and, and then that's to, it and then to top it off who's on the boat both your little korok friend and medley oh i didn't notice that yeah they were both on that boat who were supposed to be sacrificing themselves to stay inside those temples to make sure that evil is stuck within it forever they are on the boat before the credits yeah but i didn't okay they're didn't on the boat before the credits the the afterwards it it took out all of the emotional punch that they had just had with this your friends are stuck in these temples they're devoting their lives to make sure that you can defeat ganon the king of red lions is doing everything he can and then he he says like go without me and then after the credits when you're sailing off it's like what was any of this for like there's no point just to any of rem- it. you just cut yourself off at the knees any of this great emotional punch of the story and I, honestly, starting this, I never thought that I would be upset that like the story in a Zelda game didn't come to what it should have been. 
because I, I you know I enjoy the dungeons, I enjoy the puzzles, I enjoy the yeah. mechanics. But this this story actually got me tearing up, and then they just undercut themselves, and that was just really disappointing. I would say for me, the big difference in this game compared to other Legend of Zelda games that I played Zelda sixty four Zelda sixty four the Ocarina of Time. Um, in that game, you always remember the finer points of the story. But in this game, I will probably remember the characters rather than you kind of you kind of touched on it. But to me, like I I hadn't noticed that the characters were truly the story. And like, do you remember most of the characters that are in uh, Ocarina of Time or Majora's Mask? Probably not. Right? Yes, I remember I their physical design. I don't remember their names, what they've said. I don't remember. I remember anything everything else about, about Majora's Mask. Yeah, I don't you remember do? everything. Okay, how many times it's did you my play? My favorite. Oh, like. At least, okay. all the way through at least seven okay see like I played Phantom Hourglass I don't remember a thing but if I play it again I might be able to like, oh yeah I remember this I remember but this. I think what I was getting at is uh, for the average player yeah. they'll probably remember the characters versus the story whereas in other games it's always story because I could probably tell you point for point what happens in uh, Ocarina of Time mm-hmm. uh, pretty much there are a lot of dungeons in there a water <laughs> dungeon a saddle link I don't want to talk about it but like the characters is what I'm definitely because they had personality. Game. They did and tons of it, lots. And I feel like They're the so art sassy. style, oh, so sassy, so many winks, so and it was winks. more than just the art style that did it. It was yeah. the writing too. Winks at Link. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I didn't remember the Ganon being so like, like Shakespearean almost. Like he is Shakespearean. Right? Yeah. Compared to before, we we're just like I'm evil. Now I'm a horse or I'm a pig. <laughs> he, he, was, he was not really a character before. He was an empty vessel that you projected yep. everything evil onto. Mm-hmm. And this time, they actually gave him like a motivation. He was Bowser before. They gave him yeah. a backstory, and you only find out what that motivation is at the end. But it still is something. Yeah. So yeah, I I really enjoyed my time with the game. I know Jacob. You didn't quite have as positive an experience, but that was watching you play the game. But in this discussion, it seems like you are more positive than than you kind of let on while you were playing. Yeah, it. so I, I've played this game before. I played it on GameCube probably a year or two after it came out. I I always look back and say that Wind Waker is my favorite Legend of Zelda game. Now, having played it a second time, I definitely want to play through Ocarina of Time fully because I think I explained in the last podcast I'm the guy that rented the game. I've played it a dozen times from different spots. So I've probably played the whole game but never all the way through. Um, I enjoy, again, talking about it with friends makes it better. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I could like sit here and be like, yo, you should really play Wind Waker because having played this game, all I want to do now is play Breath of the Wild because you can Same. see the design inspirations that they took from Wind Waker and like exploring, going to different islands. Like Big open this world. is the blueprint for Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. So I definitely just want to play Breath of the Wild. Same here. I would say if you have the ability to do that, I haven't played it, so I can't say like, oh, it's been great. I've watched a lot of it. I would say like, go and get Breath of the Wild. And if you're still hungry for more of this, go back and play Wind Waker. The Wii U version's great. Mm-hmm. 100% the Wii U version just based off YouTube video. Yeah, mm-hmm. just videos were amazing. Mm-hmm. Watching yeah. Jacob play it on stream, amazing. <laughs> Looked fantastic. I did. Um, Mo, uh, yeah. Mo, we'll start with Kay. you. Um, Do you have any more thoughts? No, it, you guys pretty much summed it up. It was, I the entire time I had the little downs, I actually had a couple downs I wanted to mention. They're really, like, not What the, did you call them again? Uh, rants and raves. It's, tell us about your rants. Okay, well, I kind of went through rambling back and forth, but some of my things <laughs> I didn't like was, my comment was, if I get slashed by a spear, sword guy, cow guy one more time. <laughs> the Moblin. 
Was that what he's called? Yeah, Mo the Moblin. Okay, the, no, what? Yeah, that's what they're called. Actually, <laughs> talking about the guys with the like actual armor. They have weird like cow like snouts. They looked the awkward, and they oh, have moblins. the sword spears. Yeah, they're moblins. Yeah, okay, Mo the Moblin. I don't know. I'm I, I'm a big proponent of. I don't like platformers and like Mario like games because like if if it's difficult, I close the game and I leave and I move on. If I wasn't doing this podcast, I would have not finished this game really early on because I kept getting killed. Um, another thing, small and not a big thing, which just kind of kept annoying me at the end, when Link celebrates because he's just received 10 rupees. But I love his celebration. Every time with 10 rupees? Okay, anyways, that was just another small thing. The things that kept me going were those little puffs of cloud, the small little, like, animations that didn't need to be there every time someone like died they poof and disappeared uh yeah no it, it, i don't know i had a there was actually at one point i think it was when we were going through the boss battles because like oh, okay more boss battles i well, i'm gonna find exactly what i wrote i put i think I put something like i'm content with this game i'm sa- I, i'm satisfied with this I'm game content. yeah <laughs> i'm satisfied to this point uh yeah i can't f- find it but anyways i was like at this point i'm okay with it so far and then that, that was right before like the final uh boss battles again so you know I, I thought it was good if you want to play a good recommendation jacob maybe play breath of the wild but if you're going to play it again i say wind waker hd is the way to go i agree don i haven't actually played wind waker hd but i have seen it uh when it first got released i saw my friend watch it or i watched my friend play it and uh it was just so pretty so I would say go for it. And did you enjoy your time with it, with I, Waker? I did enjoy my time, but it was a little bit tedious. And you really do have to do those side quests in order to get like extra heart pieces or like more money or the bigger wallet or more magic or whatever. I think that is very worth it. And there is a point to have it in the game and in your exploration because by the end, I needed it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to go back and find it. I just wanted to get it done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to be way angrier given that I played this game for like 10 hours in the past 20 hours to finish it. And I thought I would be real angry, but I'm, I'm not as... I guess I was okay with this game. I would challenge anybody who's watching Jacob's streams uh, when they go back and watch it to do a count of how many times I hate this game. This game is stupid. How many times he says that? Probably it, a lot. Like It was a lot. It mm-hmm. was great. Um, I loved it. It was, but this is one of your favorite games, right? I, it is. It's one of my favorites. I had never fully completed it before now, um, and and I loved I loved doing it. Okay. So I'm really I'm really glad that we played the game. It's Thanks for game. playing it with me, guys. It's a good game. Good recommendation, yeah. Michael. Good. You know what else I love doing? Giving people reviews. Here, I'm going to give you reviews right now. Mo, your microphone is red. Mike, you wore a great hat today. Don, I like your headphones. Could we review other things, Michael? We can review, I don't know, maybe this podcast? What? How? What? Well, I think you'd go to iTunes, uh-huh. and then you'd click number of stars. How many stars, Don, do you think they, sh- they should? I'd say at least five. At least five? Okay. Um, yeah, so if you have the opportunity to do more than five, you should do that. But if you don't, minimum five, you should do, you know, that, that, that would be in a reasonable amount. And then when you do that, leave some comments. Explain why you think it'd be, you know, minimum five stars. And then uh, and then we can go from there. Yeah. Oh, oh there's there's someone here that wants to say something. I'm going nope. to hand him nope. the microphone. Nope. Here, nope. here it goes. I'm unplugging his microphone. Hi, my name is Angry Alvin, and I'm angry. And, and I want to give your show one star because you didn't like Wind Waker. Thoughts, Michael? You're right. It's, it's wrong to not like Wind Waker. 
But Alvin, Alvin, here's a potato chip. The way that you should get by it <laughs> is by reaching out on Twitter and getting angry at Jacob McCourt. And, uh, and then let him know that his opinion's wrong. And then, when he corrects his opinion, uh, give five stars. Thank you very much. I'm satisfied with that answer. These chips that were offered to me are very good. I'm going to go now. Great. Thanks so much, Michael. Thank you, Alvin. That Alvin guy is something else, eh? He's a real SOB. The question is, who keeps leaving the door open? I know. Why does that keep happening? And why are there chip pieces on my microphone now? <laughs> so I think that's the show, right? <laughs> 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 nice wrap up. <laughs> uh, limping across the finish line. Mike, why don't you do something? <laughs> Say bye. So, uh, where can the people find you at, Mo? Oh, right, that. Sorry. Oh, they can find me at Emmertati, uh, all my social media handles. Jacob, uh, where can they find you? Oh, they can find me at Jacob McCord on everything, or they can watch me stream at jacobstreams.com. Don? Uh, I have my Instagram handle at Don Darling with two N's. All those fans sliding in the DMs. And then everyone can find me at RuffaloM or MichaelRuffalo.com. And yeah, that's been the show. We will leave it. Uh, Our next game, we'll announce it on Twitter. Uh, We've got some fun fun games in the pipeline that we're going to be playing. We haven't quite figured out exactly which one's next. And we have some fun guests lined up. So yeah, stay tuned. Do I have to say words now? No. We can just leave it? I think so. Okay. Goodbye, guys. That was me trying to sing the ending. The theme song? Theme song. Great. Hey, Don, thanks for coming. Thank you so much for having me, guys. This was a lot of fun.